yo, yo. <laughs> See, I didn't want to be like Kalisha last Not week. So oh, whatever. <laughs> um, hi. hi, guys. Welcome to the Making Sense podcast for another week. Uh, thank you for old listeners. Thank you for new listeners. And keep spreading the word. Welcome. Um, yeah. We'll keep delivering, hopefully. Yeah, I'm Sam. Kalisha. And Jay. Uh, Yours truly, Francis. He's not going to build him today. He's all out there saving the world. Pimping. Pim. But he'll be back. He will do. How are you guys? How's your week been? Uh, okay. Yeah. It was mean. my birthday, so you know. Another year older. Oh, Praise how old be you know? to God. 32. Wow, youngin. Do you mean that's young? Yeah, that's young. <laughs> You're the youngest on the pod. Yeah. Oh my God, I just. <laughs> Ignore that, everybody. You should call me uncle, really. Hey, <laughs> behave. You should call me uncle. Behave. It's, it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. Uncle Jay it's a, it has a nice ring to it. Do I get pocket money? Huh? Right. Oh. Yes. You can't see we're in a recession. It's coming oh, soon, you know. Right. No, 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 no. Sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm living within my means. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us nicely on. Uh, yeah, the topic of today's episode. So today we are discussing. Living, living within, within your, your means, means, living below your means, which mm. is a tip. Exactly. Mm. Um, yeah, understanding what your means is, trying to make that penny stretch, basically. Indeed, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, it's an interesting so, one. So go ahead. Before we divulge into our thoughts, the feelings. You let know the usual. Yeah. Feelings, you know. <laughs> Please always remember we are not registered financial advisors. We're just here to provide you with information. So please, please, please do your research. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, what Kalisha said. Yeah, do your research and seek professional help if you need to. Yeah. I think we have to mention that every time, you know. Someone, well, um, but anyway. So why this topic? Because I feel like... I'll live in your means. Somebody will say, oh, it's a bit of a broken record. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to talk yeah. about that? Yeah. Why a specific episode? Um, but go ahead. I think, one, it's something that you should always be talking about, always be thinking about, because it's something you should be always practicing. But um, I also think that where times are now, people are not living within their means because we're heavily influenced by seeing everybody around us. Mm. So living with what you can afford is boring yeah. it's not the in thing yeah, it's yeah. Un- unless you're rich it's kind of hard to do now yeah, yeah but before um sam just carries on I'm just gonna um say what google said what living mm. within your means means <laughs> well it means that what you spend each month is less than or at least equal to the amount of money you bring in each month yeah so but that's basically living within your means so should we talk about what your means is so means is basically how much money you take home Mm. and it's not based on what your salary is it's not based on what you take your salary to be divided by 12 and this is how much it's not what you think okay if i earn 65k a year then in the year i can spend 65k Mm -hmm. no (laughs) your means is literally what hits your bank account after everything's taken out after your student loan if you're still paying that after tax after pension any deductions that come out of your pay your means is literally what hits your bank account. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that, yep. that is that your is means. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is basically it. And the thing is, yeah. And so what I've kind of read is the concept of living within your means is simply that. It's that what you have going out is equal or less to what you have coming in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sounds quite simple, but it's not the case. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's been evidenced by the fact that UK household debt is at an all-time high at the moment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. been growing and growing and growing and growing and it's now at all-time high. So it shows you that people are using debt to supplement the fact that their income cannot match all of their outgoings. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, so when thinking about that, you also need to think about what kind of credit you're using. Mm. Yep. So and how? Just for calculation purposes, if £1,000 hits your bank account every month, that's your means. However, if you're in debt of £500, then are you taking that into account when you're looking at what hits your bank account? Because mm-hmm. if you're overdrawn by that much, when that money hits your bank account, your balance is only £500. So that £500 is your means. Are you able to survive on that £500 a month? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing that people need to think about. But like Jerome said, household debts, you said it's like the highest it's ever been. Yeah, it's all time high. Because people are not considering those kind of things. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, we're going to talk about it. I was going to say, um, do you think people look, at their bank account when they get paid each month like or do you think they just assume that they're getting the same amount each I, I don't think people I think I think you'll probably have two types of people the people that are religiously on it and then the people that shy away from it yeah because, I think so yeah uh, I, so yeah I think it's literally that so I'm yeah. person I, I check at least once to twice a day there's some days where I check you know three or four but at least once a day I have to check um, and I think it's wise to because yeah. that helps with fraud prevention. Mm-hmm. It, it allows you to remember how much you have in so you don't go into this trap of spending what you don't have yeah. because you're, okay, as long as the card went through, I must be cool. Yeah. No, you're not. Probably in your overdraft. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then so, paying them charges. And that's the thing. So you're like, we, we want to avoid that bad news of, okay, it didn't decline. Ah, oh, that's cool. I don't need to worry about anything mm. else. You do because how much money do you have how left? How much money do you have? Does that change what decisions you make? Would you have made that purchase if you had known it was going to make you overdrawn or da 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 so I think that is the first step to be checking regularly. Yeah, yeah. I if there's any a day that, ever a day that I'm late to work, it's on payday because <laughs> I literally stay in bed and do my admin. Every payday, I literally look at my account, move stuff around, make sure I put money where it's supposed to do before I get up. And I know I'm late, but I just feel like this is my priority. I need to do this before yeah. I leave. That's and good. And yeah. I think you have to make your personal finances a priority. Yeah, because yeah, it is. 100%. It rules every part of your life. Yeah, you have to make it a real, real big part of your day. And when I say stay in bed, obviously internet banking. Yeah. So for that morning, instead of rolling over and looking at Instagram, I roll over and look at my bank. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that is a madness, you know. So like, you know, when you look at previous generations and the fact that they weren't always uh, most financially savvy, uh, and then couldn't teach us certain things, well, they didn't have the same access to information. They didn't. They'd have to go into a branch to find out what's going on with their yeah, account. Yeah. We can check our account any often, minute of the though. day yeah. at any point in time. Any so there's time. no excuse not to know what's going on with your money. Really, it's yeah. a mindset thing. So that's not shade at anyone. It's just recognizing, yeah. you know, that yeah. it can be done. We yeah. just need to know how. I agree. So we mentioned living within your means, mm-hmm. which is basically spending your means or below your means mm-hmm. on a monthly, two weekly, whatever, however the frequency mm-hmm. you get paid at. But what do you guys think about living below your means? Because I guess if your expenditure is includes saving, then you could say you can live within your means. Mm-hmm. But if you're if your expenditure is literally what you pay out and you have nothing else else then you should really be living below your means because there should be a gap for you to put away, put away. and you know what i'd agree that yeah with that. you know see so often here again people saying that this generation is living paycheck to paycheck yeah yeah and i think a lot of people are no matter how much money they're being paid i know people that own hundreds of thousands is, yeah. and are still living Live paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. um and that's something darren um and I, I definitely think we should get him back on yeah um I can't remember what episode number it was, it's the BMF one. But he was talking about that, that he works with people that are on like six figure salaries, you know, two, three hundred thousand pounds a year, and they're still living paycheck to paycheck. Because of lifestyle. You you say that, and that's another topic that kind of intertwines with this is lifestyle inflation. We've mentioned it before. Mm -hmm. You know, keeping up with the Joneses or the Adais or whoever it is you need to keep up with. 
right? It's a big thing. It makes you spend more money unconsciously. You don't even realize you're doing it. You kind of think you should be, you know, your social circles change, your experiences change, yada, yada, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. But I would agree that, or I would suggest that living below your means should be the target because that then gives you the ability to have that buffer, that saving. Mm -hmm. And I think it depends on your goals, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So if you are trying to build towards something, you're trying to save towards something, you're trying to pay off some debts, then you're probably going to have to live below your means yeah, to have yeah. that gap. Put yourself in a very tight yeah, budget. Yeah. Exactly. If you're fortunate that maybe you've inherited a couple of properties or, you know, you, you've got things set up already, you know, that, you, okay, I've got a few assets that are making me residual money. Mm-hmm. You might live paycheck to paycheck yeah. because you've got something else. Yeah. But then you wouldn't be living paycheck to paycheck because your assets will be bringing you yeah. some sort of income, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so I definitely think it, depending on your goals, you might have to make that tough, tough decision. And in that process, don't watch nobody and focus on your yeah. own journey. You have to. I think that is the main thing with living within your means because I think yeah. most of us, well, not, well, not, yeah, well, our generation, we love looking at every what everybody else is doing. Feel yeah. that we should yeah. be on the yeah. same and level and be doing the same thing we because are. we feel less than if we're not. Yeah, we are. I feel like we're at such a bad stage uh, where I, I agree. There is a blanket expectation. Nobody's living individually based on what they're doing, what they want. I feel like we're in a time where your thoughts are not even your own anymore. Yep. Everyone's thinking the same. People yep. looking the same on, on social media. You consult the comments before you have your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. When back yeah. in the day, you would have just thought, okay, well, what do I, I think say, of this? And say yeah. what you got to say. Groupthink yeah. is an interesting concept. Yeah. So we're living in a way where the expectation is, okay, if you're this age and mm. you're not broke, you should be here. Yep. But are your finances there? Do yeah. you want to be there? Do yeah. you need to be there? Do you need to drive? Mm. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think those are new things. So I, I had a conversation with my dad a couple of days ago, mm. actually, about this. And he was talking about how back in the day that, you know, guys would be on relatively decent money or not, you know, n- no, decent money, but not extravagant money, but would be living extravagant lifestyles. Mm. Like everyone back then had a nice car and everyone did this and no one bought houses. So he's having that discussion around the fact that there's people in that generation that could have benefited from cheap houses and didn't mm. and, and there was a, a large number that didn't and he was saying because that just wasn't a done thing you know you had your council place you never thought you'd lose that yeah mm. everybody else was living like this yeah so i think the same thing's happening to us i just think it's so much more magnetif- so magnified much more, now yeah. because of social media yeah, yeah. so i think it's the same human trait just everyone it's a bigger you know population yeah. people doing it and i think when we say social media i know there's some people that think that the social media argument is a cop-out because it's it's people will say well i'm not into facebook instagram twitter blah, blah blah but it's bigger than that it's the fact that if you go on a website i was looking at quick fit because i need to book a service and then I'm on YouTube and I'm seeing a quick fit advert. I've never seen that before. Yeah. I've never seen a quick fit advert yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, so let's and say bigger than social media, the internet in general. Exactly. Yeah. It's more than just, oh, well, I don't post pictures for people to like them. No, the exposure you have to things that you don't really need is at a very, very crazy level. Word of mouth as well. It's not even just pictures. Yeah. Like, it's what people take from social media. Yeah. So I could take something from so- social media and run with it and then go and tell my little sister yeah. who's not on social media exactly. that will believe it and, and then yeah. it becomes a yeah, circle. That's a big thing. There's so many people that probably aren't on social media but are still influenced by it and they yeah. don't even know. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. just the talk. What yeah. are people doing? What if you know about the Kardashians, you're influenced by social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you mentioned earlier something, Jerome. You said um, your dad was talking about people always had nice cars. Mm. And I think like, this is one of the easiest examples to use. What is a nice car? A German, my friend. Uh, of, of expensive and dear quality. But that's the Something thing. nice yeah. to look at. Something nice to look at. A certain label. But this is where we are now. You can't with drive. everything, and we've talked about this on so many episodes. But certain cars are frowned upon to drive, yeah. Even if it 
drives perfectly is the ratings for it are excellent because image it's image became so important reliable which is vehicle. why i'm struggling to find a car yeah, honestly yeah honestly, yeah yeah that's the thing but it's so crazy that we're now in a time where i mean there'll be people i think people that are rich will look at us look at people in our generation and be like you guys haven't made it yet and yeah you guys are stupid guys we're far off so far but and the decisions we're making based on poor. what mm. is the expectation the blanket expectation is so crazy yeah and i think to shoot us some bail as they say on the mm-hmm. Jim podcast you can tell i listen to it <laughs> um i think it's our influences so i i think i wouldn't say fortunate let me say fortunate right so like the formative part of my career I, I worked in slough right so i worked with people way way outside of london you know mm-hmm. london was a far off place to them they used to like say is this what happens in london it's only like an hour outside of london but it was so far to them yeah so I, i've always worked with people that have always earned a lot of money so people that would have been on mm-hmm. you know three six figures in their mid-20s right and now i've got to their mid-30s with several houses and this that you know people mm-hmm. with money money mm-hmm and you wouldn't know it. Yeah. They're driving the simplest of cars and, and they're driving, they, they live an understated life. They don't increase their spending in line with their, their in earnings mm-hmm. because they're focused on buying certain assets and securing their future and all the sensible, boring, less sexy things. Mm. So where I worked with those people, I always saw a different way of yeah, looking at yeah. things. You know what I mean? And I think that always influenced me that, okay, I'm going back to where I live and I'm seeing people that are you know, on less money than me but are driving a nicer car than the guy I work with who's earning mm. two, three times as much mm. as me. And it makes you th- it makes you see the world differently. It makes yeah. you value things differently. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it makes you look at how money should be used yeah. differently. And you start thinking, okay, look in flash, what does that really mean? You know, what, what which one do I, would I prefer? Some people would prefer to look nice and not have it mm. rather than look boring or look dusty and have it. make it as well. And that's, that's your choice. And I think just know that and live by it, really. I feel like it's important for people to understand that when we're talking about living within your means, it's relative to who you are. Yeah. If exactly. you and your lifestyle. Yeah. And your lifestyle. That's a big point of this, po- this uh, episode, I think. I do feel like sometimes when we talk about the flashy lifestyle and image, people take away that we're saying, don't have certain things. Just don't have them. Yeah, Whether you can yeah, afford yeah, it or yeah. not, don't buy it. Yeah. Don't and spend that's your not money. The case. That's not what we're saying. No, agreed. 100%. It, the, the statement is as simple as it is. Live within your own means. If you can afford it and things are great for you, do it no one is frowned upon that we, yeah, we yeah, none yeah. of us can sit here and say that we don't have luxury items and that can change at different stages that you're in your exactly. life as well because yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly it goes up and down for me in terms of living within my means yeah, so. Yeah. so what do you think of the concept of like people being rich shamed so what so somewhat so say like you can afford to live a certain way but you're in a group of friends where a majority can't do you think there's pressure on certain people to maybe not enjoy themselves as much yeah because of it yeah and what do you think of that i think th- or do you think you should be able to just enjoy yourself with your chest? You should. Uh, my friend actually has this issue. She is self-employed hairdresser mm. and her friends around her are not. Mm-mm. So she gets, she said that I feel like I can't be happy around them because they feel like I'm free. I'm getting the money. I'm doing this. I'm mm. doing that. And I'm not stuck to a job, whereas they are. And I can't be happy. I can't be my actual self because it's going to make them feel bad yeah, that's cr- that's really sad though because and i said then you need to get new friends because yeah. and, that's, and i think that's a wider conversation uh, our community needs to have is being comfortable being friends with someone who earns a lot more money than you yeah and yeah. not feeling insecure because of that or not it's an inspiration pressure. to me yeah, like, oh exactly. my gosh i can get there as if well. they make you feel away because they've got more money than you, then then you need a new yeah. friend yeah. but if they're just enjoying themselves and it's they're able to do things you can't do 
Like, don't let it get to you because you never know where you may be in the next five, ten years. You just never, you never know. know. Focus on yourself and you, you'll have what you have it is you want. Be content what they, of what exactly. you've got, man, and I happy as well yeah. and appreciate it. I, I, I agree. Because what you got is probably more than what the next mm. person's got. I hear that. And even if you have ambitions for more, I think, yeah, as cliche, say, be happy with what you have and then have a plan of how to achieve more. Mm-hmm. And don't build, beat yourself up. That's what I would suggest. I feel like everybody's different. Everyone has different goals. Everyone mm. has different paths. If somebody's worked really hard to be self-employed and it means that they have more money or they don't have to go to bed early on a Sunday or their weekend is three days instead of two, that is the life. And you, you, the people around you need to appreciate that. Or they need to go hard and make sure their lifestyles the same or just appreciate that their paths are, their paths yeah. are different. different. Yeah. Um, one of the ways that people say you can live within your means is obviously budget make sure you're aware of what your what your mm-hmm. means what you're spending etc mm. and there's this idea of one of the options is increasing your income that's easier said than done there and that's the thing yeah so, so the, i saw it on twitter yesterday <laughs> yeah. funny enough um a bit scary um when i was thinking we was doing research for the episode it just came up randomly on my twitter feed this place uh, i can't remember her name i don't follow her someone retweeted it and she was saying, I don't think that people should focus on spending less money. They should focus on making more. And at first, I disagree with it. That's because that's not been my traditional mentality. But I did some Googling. And it is actually a, a conversation, a debate. Yeah. a debate a lot of people are having. And, and some people, and, and kind of, I'm always quite balanced in my views on things. But I do think there should be a balance there, right? Because um, if I really think of it in my life, that's what I've done. You know, I've focused on maybe not spending too extravagantly, but still enjoying life. Mm-hmm. Because and then I have also always focused on earning more money. That has always been at the forefront of my mind. Mm-hmm. Every year or two, I need to be up and need to be up in because things are getting more expensive. Yeah, and I want to do things. Um, but I look at you know people I know that have focused solely on spending the least amount of money as possible. Mm. And yes, they have the assets or they have the money in the bank, but they have no life experiences. Mm-hmm. They have no joy. They, they I, I sometimes find they're a little bit. No, I won't say empty, but yeah, they just haven't full joyed themselves. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I do think you can sacrifice your own happiness just for this, for having money, mm. and then you think I think okay, you get to the end of it, and what's what, what was the what point? You, yeah, what's, you're unhappy, but you've got money. Yeah, one person said having money in the bank after you die, and I think this this can't be taken into account, kids or whatever. But having money in the bank after you die is basically the extra effort you put in while working that you didn't utilize. Mm. Right, so that you've earned that money, you've not done anything with yeah, it, you're not yeah, utilized. Yeah. So that's just your extra effort. Right mm. now, if you want to now make the decision to give that extra effort to a to a loved one or family, that's, that's fine. Yeah. But least have that as you're saying, okay, I'm sacrificing because I want to do this. There are a lot of people that just go on this super saving thing and do nothing with it. That was me earlier on in life, and I thought, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing nothing with it. It's in account, earning them next no interest. They don't need it. It, uh, you know, and I know people like that, and I think it's no, nah, you, you need to, you need to enjoy a little bit. Yeah, I think that debate is always going to be ongoing. Um, within yourself because there's going to be a time in life when you you are going to have to limit your spending mm. and there's going to be a time in life where you are able to go and earn more simply saying to somebody yeah go and earn more oh I didn't think of that thanks yeah. for letting me know I can just go and do that tomorrow it's not as simple as that but Indeed. there are obviously different things you can look at to increase your income whether it is I don't know selling like a skill or mm. if you're a blogger or if you could do I don't know I mean so the social media now as damning as it is it, it opens the, the gateways oh, to a I, lot of things. I think it's a bit oversaturated. It all depends on what you want to do. Yeah, you have it, to have, have you, a niche. You have to have yeah. a niche. You, you have, have to have, have a, a USP. But also, think of how many people are in the world. Yeah. Social media reaches out to everybody. So is it really oversaturated? Yeah. It might be oversaturated with people doing the same thing and then it comes back to you having yeah. a niche. But like to, to the original t- uh, point in regards to uh, earning more or spending less, 
the way I look at it is literally how businesses look at it. Mm. The first thing that gets chopped on a budget is what you're spending. Mm -hmm. So if the profit number isn't looking like it's where it needs to be, they don't just make the assumption that we can earn more money because you don't know how. Yeah. The thing which is within your control is spending. Yeah. Earning which you can do immediately. Yeah, exactly. Isn't, isn't earning isn't always in your control. Yeah. And that would be my only response to that tweet is that earning isn't always in your control. You might not get the promotion. The pro job might not be there. You might get a redundancy. Your mm -hmm. industry may leave this country. Mm -hmm. But what you spend, you actively have to do that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So. And in terms that's why that, I focus on that first. In terms of that earning more, sometimes you might have to spend a little to earn more. Do you have to go mm. and retrain? Do you have to do a course? Do you before yeah. you can if apply start for a business or the equipment? Yeah. And also, buy. and let's not uh, go around the point that sometimes earning more means more commitment, more stress, less, less time, 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 less happiness. So you're making a sacrifice either way potentially. You know, there's very few jobs where you're going to be able to, you know, look exponentially increase your earnings without taking on extra responsibility. And this is why... If you do know that role, holler at me. And you also, <laughs> please. This is why the debate whether it's an earn more or spend less is a debate for you to have yeah. with yourself. Yeah. This and this is why we're talking about living within your means. Nobody yeah. can tell you how to live your life. A, a budget um, specialist can come in and tell you how you're spending your money and what it'll be better to spend on however they're not going to be able to tell you what makes you happy yep. yeah they're not going to be able to tell you what stresses you out they're not yep. going to tell you what your passion is so this is why this is a discussion that you need to have with yourself or if you're man married and your finances are combined then with your partner but it's something that you need to take yeah, into sit account down and write it down yourself. Yeah. yeah that's a good point actually on budgeting what do you guys do or do you guys budget yes so yes. that is a big that's one so of the talk through the way you kind of budget yeah, yeah so budgeting is one of the big ways that people will say learn to live within your means or below your means so I basically have a spreadsheet where I note down what I'm getting in every month. And obviously it's the same unless I change jobs. But also I will update it. So if I've paid for something for work and I have to expense it, I will take that into account with my pay. I will, I don't know, if I've getting some more, t some ta a tax credit because too much tax was taken, I'll adjust it. So basically I adjust every single month based on what my payslip says, make sure it's correct and all of that. And then I literally have line items for everything that I need to spend. And then I have a line item for play money. I'm not at the point yet where I'm budgeting that play money because it's play money, but I feel like that's something that I want to try and do because mm. I do feel like that's the area where I'm not mm -hmm. completely strict. So I'm strict on obviously household bills and stuff like that. Um, I budget stuff like petrol, I budget stuff like groceries. Groceries a bit of a hit and miss one as well, mm -hmm. yeah. which we need to work on. Yeah, we both agreed we're gonna work on yeah, that. Yeah, um, but- That's why I'm leaking money. I do everything, so even little things like Spotify, um, mm -hmm. iTunes, I budget for absolutely everything. So I know exactly what should be coming out of my account as a direct debit. I know where I need to move money to. I know, and then I use a separate account for the play money. So yeah, I move the money agreed. completely out mm -hmm. of that. I always leave a bit of a buffer so that I'm never at zero. Mm -hmm. I also budget how much I'm um, saving. And sometimes that changes as well based on how much um, mm -hmm. I have to spend. I go through every month. month. Yep. If it's a family member's birthday, then I budget for that because so, I know, yep, okay, so mum's birthday, I know I'm spending this much. Dad's birthday, sister's husband's birthday, I know I'm spending this much. So there might be a month where I save this much and then because of birthday that month, I save a little bit less. I'm never gonna completely sacrifice savings for those kind of things, but let's be real, I have to take it into account. A month where nothing's going on, I'm gonna have more saving money. I don't, I try not to add to the play money based on whether I've got a lot of outgoings that month because I feel like I need to try and work within a certain level of play money. That's why I budget outside. So birthdays doesn't fall into play money because that's something set yep. for that month. Do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then I also go in every now and then and make adjustments and make changes just so that I can see 
at the end of the month that budget is a clear indication of what I've spent mm. and then I've, where I was researching for this one thing people said is review that regularly yeah. so that you have an annual average of what you spend so although you can say groceries 150 pounds a month if you know you're spending 170 or it starts getting to 190 or 200 at the end of the year you need to be able to have a look at it over like a quarter or a year and say this is how much we spend on groceries how can we scale back based on these figures mm. do you know what i mean rather than on yep, a monthly yep, basis yep, yep. so that's that's how i budget but i still think i've got work to do with that i don't budget nails and hair stuff and stuff like that but some people do some people budget do. down to the i think it's yeah. called somebody was saying have a a zero a zero a, a zero pound budget where basically your budget accounts for absolutely everything, everything which takes your you to zero. Yeah. So you'd include your savings or whatever in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're accounting for absolutely every penny absolutely you earned. Everything. I um, usually um with me if when I get paid, like I said in previous episodes, all my bills come out on the same day. Mm. Mm. So that comes out the same day and then two days later I've got another set of bills. So that mm. that that's in, included in the budget. Like you said, I budget my hair and my nails for that month. Mm. Um, if I need to go to the dentist as well, I mm. budget that in. Obviously, sometimes you don't always know, but I get six month checks, then you roughly yeah. know what that is. I budget my savings. Um, like you said, I budget birthdays as well. Yeah. Um, and at the end, I have play money. If I have play money, still have play money left for the next month, mm. I save that in the end. Uh, yeah, I don't spend yeah, yeah, it, yeah, so yeah, it just goes back good. to normal. I'm always playing with the same amount each month. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I try to do yeah yeah same as much as possible but yeah and any like, like i said because i've got a property i have to do i pay um service charges and stuff mm. so um i budget that throughout the year so yeah. i take out like 50 60 pounds each month so mm. by the time it comes out at the end of the year i've already got You've it already got it doesn't feel like nothing and plus it comes out in december like christmas time yeah even it doesn't affect me yeah mm. because you like, already because i've already budgeted it. for yeah. it yeah. so that's, that's the best way um, my main way of budgeting at the moment or my only way of budgeting is, is I use the Monzo app at the moment so one of the things I decided to do is fully explore all the features mm. of it it's loads now as well yeah and I feel like they and they will do right uh, as more and more people use it and, and they try and get more market share I think they'll add more features or it'll be wise to um, so I use the budgeting app on there or the budgeting uh, kind of facility on there mm. so you can have an overall budget you can set budgets by category of spend yeah yeah so that's what I do and I just review that regularly so how I use my Monzo is all my bills go through want uh, a different account mm-hmm. and all my disp- you know, all my spending mm-hmm. goes through my Monzo mm-hmm. so I can track my spending separately from my bills yeah, yeah. Um, and I just review that regularly you know so also obviously with Monzo it kind of guesses what category your spend will be I actually take the time to go in and correct it sometimes yeah, yeah. Um, and I just review that regularly and think okay okay this is what my budget is uh, they actually have a, a, a bit on there now where you can adjust the budget as you go so it will say, okay, you went over your budget this month. Uh, you set a budget of £100, but your actual average spending is 250 Do you want to up your budget to that? And you can say yes or no. Mm. So if you kind of guessed your budget to start with yeah. and you're now, okay, I need to know what I actually spend, you can adjust it to that. And I would suggest doing that so you can know the truth of what your spending is. Yeah. And then you can say, okay, boom, this is where I need to come back down to. So this is what my average has been for the last month or so. This is where I want to be. This is how I'm going to take the steps to do that. And, you know, you, you gave me a good idea today in, in terms of us looking at the things we buy yeah. and thinking, okay, what, which ones can we get the cheaper options for? Mm-hmm. So my big thing is I'm big on quality. Yeah, so definitely like food. cars and flashy things like that isn't really my thing. 
but like experiences and quality of food and stuff is very important yeah, to me. Yeah, same. So I always buy the most expensive foods. Well, not the most, but you know what I mean? Yeah, you basically don't go in and just buy the cheapest. Yeah, I, yeah. I refuse to because my health is quite important to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd rather not have a house and be healthy than be, you know, full of sickness in a house. That's mm-hmm. just me, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and also, and experiences. So like, if we go on holidays or whatnot, I may spend a lot of money to have a good experience yeah. because once again, I want to be able to talk about our holiday and reflect on it and, and not scrimp. So that's where my money goes. And it's just thinking, okay, how can I do that smarter uh, mm. and still have those experiences, but maybe for less money. So, you know, balling on a budget, which I think yeah. is a thing that we all need to learn how to do. Yeah. I don't think there's such thing as balling on a budget. Go ahead. There's no, in this 2019 balling on a budget, everything is expensive. Mm. I don't think you can, especially what balling is now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so to our generation of what bullying is. I don't think say you, you can. Say you stay in a top hotel, right? But you pick a time that's off season. So instead of it being two fifty a night, it's one fifty a night. But uh, is there really you, such thing as off season these days? There is. There, there, there is. There, there is. is. Yeah. There is. It's possible. Like if you go onto the BA website, they'll have all these package deals to these places in Europe. But yeah, it might not be the peak, peak time. time. Yeah. Right. That's true. It, it might be just before or just after. Or if you've booked early enough, it might be slightly cheaper. There might be a discount code. You may have cash back on a credit card. But then when you're going on holidays, the spending on a the, on the holiday yeah, is yeah, yeah. the eating out, is the excursions yeah, and yeah, stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what it might be. So it's okay, yeah, we're going to go, but we're not going to do every excursion. We're going to do one or two. Or maybe it's just doing the research ahead of time and saving for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So being able to do everything you wanted because you've been saving for it for the last six months. Yeah, I think either saving for it or just finding ways to get it for cheaper. I think... Yeah, well, I think true. the point I'm trying to make is I don't think people should sacrifice living life yep. for saving money. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. I, I, that's just been my thing throughout I life. Agree. Yeah. I agree. I don't think you should sacrifice life for having money. It, it, it's it's just as bad as being a yeah. I still think that's a way of being a slave to money, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, some people only see, you know, working for money as being a slave for money. I think if you sacrifice your happiness to keep hold of it, it's just the same. Mm-hmm. It has the same effect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't have the happiness. So my whole thing is or how I've always looked at it is how do I get the experiences and the, the happiness and the joy but without killing my pocket yeah. and a lot of people I know this is their mindset you know okay I still want those trainers but I'm going to find out the, who's got the discount or how can I get it for cheapest yeah. or it's just deep, always deep trying deep to figure out a deal it, yeah. Yeah. you know trying to get a deal trying to get this getting the thing and I've said it before the end result is the goal not the amount you've paid for it it's true. and I do think sometimes in our society we're, we're very focused on how much you were able to pay for something rather than the fact that you have it. One thing I think people need to ask themselves is how, what kind of considerations are you making before spending? How long are you considera- considering purchases considering, for? Considering, yeah. <laughs> I won't let that one go, B. How long <laughs> are you... Con- considering. <laughs> <laughs> how long are you thinking about ah. your purchases before you make them? Yeah. And the reason why I say that sure. is, do you see something and know that you need it and just purchase it? Do you see something and you want it and you just purchase it? One thing I saw is somebody said one of the tips to holding on to your money is never paying um, retail value for anything. Yep. And when you see that, you think, well, how can I not pay retail it's value easy. for anything? But if you ha- look around and you take a bit of time before purchases, you realize that there's so many sites that sell things. Especially with luxury brands as well. There's so many options of different places that you can buy things no, and it's not Vista, you know. I try not to buy luxury brands full price I don't Do you, remember the last time I spent a full price and I asked everyone yeah, for actually. discount Same. as much as possible this, is, this is one thing I said I, 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 always, I, always, say, I always say to Jerome I feel like people need there needs to be 
I don't even know if I should put it out here because it's such a good idea. I'm not even going to put no, it out No, don't put it out there. But I feel like there are ways to have a look. Compare the market. Um, when you're looking for flights, do you go directly to the airline or do you go via a Skyscanner or a, yep. or a Teletext flights or whatever? There's mm. always a discount somewhere. Even with food shopping, um, yep. do you have a look at what the deal is? So, for example, if there's something sold in a pack of four or do you normally buy free but if you look at the pack of four and realise that it's, there's a deal yeah. you know that's my thing listen <laughs> that is, you know when they've got the price per kilogram on yes, that food that is yes. me you know <laughs> okay so yeah. the smaller one's better for me yeah let me get two of these instead of that one big just one just because if you take those small steps you will end up spending less money yeah, and sure. no one's saying do it because you're cheap or trying to scrimp it's just taking that little bit more time to get yeah. exactly what you wanted you're not removing the quality of what you wanted to get you've just been able to yeah. pay I less think for do it. you deserve it and it's not even spending less money. You might be able to live a better life for the same money. Yeah, yeah. Even exactly. thinking of it like that. Yeah. You yeah. can have a better quality of life for the same amount of money you're spending. Yeah. I, and I don't know if anyone's going to tell me that's a bad idea. But that's if you're, you know, really wanting to be sensible and serious with your money and not just live for image. I think, you know, if you can do it, do it. But don't if, if, it's, if it's sacrificing your goals, then you should be following these steps. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So talking about balling on a budget... There's the way we've spoken about, which is being sensible while still on a budget, being being able to ball. But there's the people that budget but ball because they've completely overlooked their budget. How do you guys stay within your actual budget? Do you stay within your budget? Um, so as it stands on certain items, so I think groceries is still probably the one area of spend where I need to get more control over. Mm. Um, everything else, I think like, like clothes, going out, that kind of stuff. Um, lunches, you know, I don't really do that too much. Mm. Now. It's very rarely that I'll buy a lunch during work, during the week. Um, but yeah, groceries, I think I could just be a little bit better on. Um, but I, if I'm honest, the best way I've stayed in control of it is just regularly reviewing it. A yeah. And the reasons being for that are it just constantly gives you that reminder. Um, it constantly puts it at the forefront of your mind. You know, when you're seeing that you're off your goal, you're constantly reminded that you're off your goal. And, you know, I, I think it's harder to look at it in the face and not do something about it. Whereas if you just ignore it, it's easy to just let it. Yeah. And then you get to it. It's a situation where you're far off and you're like, oh, I might as well just give up and live. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's all I do. I just keep it in my mind all the time. One of the grocery things, um, options is to meal plan. So know what you're cooking for the week and then um, get groceries on that basis. I feel like that helps. Yeah, that yeah. helps a lot. And also, it stops. Do you do that? No, it stops yeah, the buying and things expiring. Yeah, that's one help. thing that pisses me oh, off. Oh, that is where see, that's I where I waste money throwing away food. Clearing out the fridge yeah. of things that I haven't had to use that really bugs it's me. It's always flipping vegetables waste. as well. It's such I, a waste. Yeah, yeah I, hate is, that. I waste. I hate. We waste a lot on veg. We're doing better. Yeah, I waste but a yeah, lot I on hate, veg. I, think. I hate that. I think for me, I need to stop. Uber eats and delivery. We're getting better at it. And I think this week gone, we were bad. But Even in general, eats, I was like, which is why I'm thinking about buying a car now. Because mm. I think a couple of weeks ago, I spent nearly £100 in a week on Uber. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not as cheap as it used to be. No, it isn't. It no. Isn't. When they first came out, it was quite cheap. Yeah. For me, staying within my budget is just, it's always a work in progress. But yeah. like you guys said, reviewing it regularly. Um, I think areas, yeah, I think the play money area, do you know, it's, it's sometimes it's just being a bit absent minded and knowing that it's there. The car's not going to decline, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, okay. I can, it's just, I can it's just do another outing. That's what I do. But those things add up. And then, yeah, groceries, just making sure on top of... Tend to buy in bulk. Buy in bulk is a good idea. That's yeah. what I usually do, like, with, like cleaning products, toilet rolls. Plan your yeah. spending, big spending, plan and save for, 
even if it's not the whole amount, maybe save half of it. So in a month of buying it, it's not a big hit. Um, yeah, man, I think in general, it's just having full planning. And yeah. I think, what was that quote? I think it was a quote I put up, that uh, budgeting is just knowing where your money's going instead of wondering where it went. When, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think it's having that mindset. How early into the year do you guys start planning for stuff? Do you review what you've got at the year and then start? That's something that I did this year. Because remember I said, I think we said on another pod, when we were on another pod, we were talking about what our plans are. And I said, one thing I'm going to try to do is budget, make my budget sharper and really, really stick to my savings plan. So at the beginning of this year, I know what kind of holidays I'm going on and when I want to go on them. Mm. So I've started thinking about those now, even though they're six months down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm putting away for those kind of things just because I, I know I want to go. And I know that if I get closer to that day and the money isn't readily there, I'm just going to find it from somewhere. <laughs> I, I, know, I know that's what I, and it's going to mean dipping into pots that yeah, I didn't want to dip into. Yeah. Because I know that I'm going on that holiday. I'm going, I'm going. I need it. I'm going. <laughs> so what I've started from January, I just said, okay, cool. I know this is happening. So I need to start thinking about it now. That's what I'm doing, reviewing the year. Mm. I need to. I don't. For me this year, I said this is one of my three years because I'm mm. usually very structured. Yeah. I know what I'm spending. Like Jerome said, not, I wouldn't say I'm not enjoying because I do enjoy because I do go out I yeah. do go, go out to eat buy clothes and all of that stuff Yeah, but I don't know I think I'm not enjoying it how I used to yeah. when I was younger but you're very very good with money yeah I think so I'm I too good like though having a play year is okay because I don't think that your play year means that in December you're going to be like oh my, my god, gosh yes no I've never I mean? yeah so I think that's okay and I think that's another thing what are you able to, to do? do assess yeah. your own situation if you know that for the last 10 years you've been so on point you've been able to get so much and you say cool this year I'm going to be a little less structured and enjoy myself a bit more that's okay to do yeah. I think it's okay thank you <laughs> you're welcome now Kalisha's good with money live your life Rasta live your life yeah um, don't make them take your joy so obviously living within your means is about living with about living with the money that is yours not the money that the bank gives you access to so I know Jerome you had some stats on well you spoke about the amount of debt yes I think the U- average UK debt at the moment is just under 16 grand per person mad um, that <laughs> would kill me I yeah. would be so stressed if that was a situation yeah and it's and that's not going to be including student loans, I wouldn't think. I think that's just going to be, um, you know, commercial debt. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's probably a mixture of people having to use debt for necessities, you know. And, you know, there's countries that have to do that. We, yeah. we did an episode on the, uh, the councils that are borrowing to buy commercial properties. So yeah. it's something that is out there. Um, I just think it needs to be done in a planned way, yeah. you know. Um, so if you do, so if you're now a person listening to this and you're heavily in debt and you're like, okay, I want to get my finances back in order, you know, I, I always uh, go on and on about this is you should focus on paying your debts off first. Mm. Um, at the live show, Francis did mention the kind of point that, you know, if, if it's cheap debt or free debt, then maybe it's worthwhile you leaving, you know, paying that off slowly, more slowly and using the money for other things that could be making you money. That is an option, but I think that's quite tricky. And you have to always be aware of, okay, how much is this money invested going to make me versus how much, you know, getting rid of debt is or just having debt in general. Do you, are you comfortable with that? Um, if your earnings, um, if you stop earning, that st- debt still needs to be serviced, even mm-hmm. if it's 0% interest. Mm-hmm. And then you're looking at fees, right? Uh, and bad credit and da, 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 da. So I just think, you know, you should... I personally would think try and pay off unsecured debt anyway mm. um, b- before investing. 
um, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's using it. It's everyone's using it's, it. It's so accessible. Yeah, because we're in a low interest p- uh, point, right? So after the crash, interest rates went low. So getting debt became quite cheap. Mm. You know, I don't think many of us would have this much debt uh, if it was interest rates were a lot higher. Mm. And that was kind of by design to keep the economy going. Mm-hmm. So if interest rates were high and we couldn't borrow, then a lot of people wouldn't be able to live. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and I think with another recession seeming like it's on the horizon, I think everyone should be aware of, okay, over, and this is what companies are doing. They're taking stock of how much debt they have and, you know, making taking certain steps to make sure that it doesn't cause them issues. Yeah, I think on a very basic level, and maybe talking directly to our listeners, when using credit cards, when taking loans, when using your overdraft, um, similar to what I said about considering before you spend, maybe have a look and see what do you spend credit on? Mm. What do you go into debt for? What kind of yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. Is it in a one-off emergency that you really needed the money for? Which yeah. is fine because that's the reason why we have access to yep, these yep, things. Yep, but what are you regularly going into your overdraft for? Or what do you regularly pull your credit card out for? If it's the book of flight because you know that you get better protections, mm. perfectly fine. Yep. You're managing that. You're paying it yep. back, I yep. hope. Make sure you pay it Yeah, back. yeah and you're, yeah. you've got the money in your current account for it. But are you using credit cards just because you spend all of your money? before the end of the month, before payday? Are you using credit cards because I really want to buy that thing because it's the in thing or I just want that? Mm. Is it uh, do you, is it just because of desires? Do you need these things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I when think it comes to debt, you should definitely look at No out. one can tell you how to spend your money. No one can tell you how to spend the credit that and you're entitled to. And that's the thing, right? So no one can tell you how to spend your money, but really and truly they can tell you how to spend. You're not spending your money, money. when you're using a credit yeah. card. Yeah. You're spending well, someone yeah. else's. Yeah. You know? But because the credit card is using credit as a business for the mm. banks, they won't tell you how to spend it. You've just got access to it. They might limit how much access you have, but once you have it, you have it. Yeah. I think at the very least, have a look. Like literally, I don't know where you're listening to this, but the next minute, the next time you get a chance, actually look at your bank statements and think about what you actually spend credit on. Are you spending credit on necessities or are you always regularly spending credit on things that you don't mm-hmm. need to spend credit on? I think if I think as one part of living within your means is really, really taking the time out to really consider what you're spending on. And I think sometimes because life is so fast and life is hard and we've got to go to work every day, you don't get really a lot of time to think about these things. If you make the time to actually have a look, you'll probably realise about three things that you could do differently that will yeah. save you a bit of money. Mm. You know? Yeah, for sure. What you're spending on, as Sam said, and what your goals are, if you have any. Yeah, I think definitely. What are you spending credit on? Just, just take a moment to look at that because I do think that if you, it's easy to just swipe your card, overdraft, overdraft. Yeah, but 100%. look at your bank statement. At what point did you go into the overdraft, and then when you can continued spending, what will you spend any things on? If it's groceries, fine. I mean, I'm not saying it's fine because I'm not your mum. I can't tell you how to spend your money. <laughs> but what do you look at and think? Well, that's a necessity. And then what do you look at and think? Rah, I went fifty pounds deeper into my overdraft or ninety pounds deeper into my overdraft for X, Y, and Z. And the reason why I'm throwing out those figures is. I think once you earn a certain amount and you're a certain age, anything under £100 doesn't seem expensive. Yeah. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah. Yeah. If I see a nice pair of trainers, and like there are some nice trainers out these days that are £90, I'm like, oh, £90, excellent. No, 100%. Like, we, how many of us, we know we, people... I actually don't. Really? Well, again, Only, because Kalisha is good. No, yeah. there's no way it is because I think um Nike used to be 60 or 50 pounds mm-hmm. why am i paying 90 pounds for a Nike? Yeah. i'm a size three it's but not happening say, Felicia, you're a size three Nikes have never been 60 pounds for me <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's not happening and i'd rather mm. add like a, if i was paying 90 pounds for nikes let me add on a couple of more hundred and go and get a a, a brand that mm. looks really that's not sporty mm. and i can wear throughout yeah, yeah, and yeah. anywhere gotcha. so 
again it's about analyzing what you are able to do versus what yep. you want because no one is telling you to be unhappy but like I, if i see something that's like 65 pounds i'm like oh okay cool Mm. but it's like do i have that 65 pounds yeah. did i budget for that 65 yeah. pounds no, do i need to spend that mm, i think so in general really it's assessing i think first step first is understanding what your financial goals are we say it in our disclaimer um but you need to understand that you know do you need to pay off debt do you want to save up for a deposit do you want to you know invest what is it you want to do financially have a plan um and then start acting towards that, right? So if it's a case of, oh, I'm always using my credit card, I want to get better at that, you know, <coughs> listen to what Sam just said and actively work on, okay, these are my balances. This is how much I want to pay it off, you know? So if you want to get, yeah, you don't want to pay, you don't want to be using them, cut them up. Cut. And like, so, or start reducing your limit. Yeah, you can exactly. 100%. I honestly think that's a, and I do that. Only have a limit to what you need because you have excess limit there, you will have the temptation to use it. Um, so there was a p- period where I upped my uh, my overdraft, and then you know when I got back into work, I, first thing I did was p- put Cut it back it down. down again. Yeah, mm. that's what I first did. Put, as well. You know, and I put it back down to so I've got an emergency, but it's down to the limit where I don't get any interest charges. Mm-mm-mm. So well, I know that overdraft okay. is pointless, a pointless amount, and yeah. I've done that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Same. I keep it super small, so I've got a buffer if you know all else failed, but it's a very very small one. You know, and it's just to make sure that, you know, if direct debits go through or whatever, that all that kind of stuff, that's all it's really well. for. Yeah. It's not for significant purchases. It's just yeah. to make sure that any direct debit can go through at any point in the yeah. month, um, especially when I'm contracting now. Mm. Um, and I don't have to worry about it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's know that, understand, get a grip of your spending, understand the psychology of why you spend and how you yeah. spend uh, and yeah. really start questioning that. Uh, I think that's where it's going to have to start. And then just actively making this a key part of your day to be checking your account um, before you're spending. Maybe don't buy it, don't buy on impulse. That's something I often do. I'll think about a purchase for at least mm. a couple of weeks before I make it. And you never know, sometimes by the end of that second week, you don't really want it that badly mm-hmm. or you've not missed not having it. Um, I think impulse buying is probably a key thing. Hey, um, luxury items yeah. is probably people's impulse buying this regardless of the cost because you see it you want it it's in season mm. you want that thing how do you guys af- afford luxury items if i'm honest a combination of two things uh, <laughs> i have secured um preferential prices for a virus source who remain nameless <laughs> and i kind of save up for them so i know okay yeah if it's because generally those kind of items are for like a birthday i don't just randomly buy them on the tuesday i don't oh. live that kind of life right um, so I'll know that when I'll be making that kind of purchase and maybe two, three months before I'll put down maybe a third of it, blah, blah, blah. And then on a month when I'm p- buying it, I'm not spending £400, I'm spending 100 because mm-hmm. I already had 300 saved or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Uh, and that's kind of how I do it. I just plan those kind of purchases. I don't make those on impulse. Yeah, yeah same. I If I see an item that I like, and when I mean not just like, oh, I like this item, like, I like it and mm-hmm. I really want it. Like when I want something, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't care if it takes me six months, three months, two weeks or a year, I'm going to get that yeah. item. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then as Jerome said, I say for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just put money down here and there. Or if I know I've got money coming in, yeah. then I can pay it for it straight away. Yeah. I don't have to wait six months and yeah. then I know, okay, do you know what? I'm covered. I'm mm. okay for two, yeah. three months. Yeah. One idea might be, so if... You know, because sometimes you might want to buy these things on impulse because they're being seasoned or yeah. a lot of luxury items now, they're very small releases. So it's either yeah. buy it now, you'll never get it yeah. again. Or the price right. starts to increase every exactly. two to three months. Mm-hmm. So what you could do is, okay, a part of your budget is you have a luxury goods budget. Yeah. So you yeah. put away 50, 100 pounds a month or whatever. And you know that, okay, you're going to save that up over six months. 
And at that point, you or you always have that buffer. So whenever there is a luxury item that you want, you can dip into that you pot of money it, yeah. and go get it. Um, I don't know if that they have that on on Monzo or some of the other banks where you can have different different pots. They, they do. Might, Monzo, yeah. they've got a pot. So they I've done one the other day called yeah, Rainy Days. Yeah, so I've got the pot where it just, you know what like the money box thing does, where it just rounds yeah. off. Yeah. That's what my one does. But yeah, you could have different pots on your Monzo or have separate accounts if you've got more than one you know account or whatever. Um, have like a small saving account. Might not be saving you no interest, but you're not trying to make interest on it. You just need a home for your money. Uh, and yeah, just put money in that each month and you say, okay, yeah, this is my luxury goods item uh, pot. And when it gets a certain amount, I'm going to go buy whatever I want. And I think that helps with the whole psychology of treating yourself because no doubt you're working hard out there and you have to maintain, man. Yeah, I agree. Same, save up for it. Um, or if there is something that you want immediately, assess whether you've been able to put mm. some money away for that. Can you afford yeah. it? Um, yeah, but another thing I also think of is, although we're saying don't overspend, even though that's not what we're saying, we're saying live within your means, be mindful of kind of quality that you're buying. Because one thing I've been reading up on is... Um, how much wear you get out of stuff. Mm. So mm. <laughs> if you purchase something that makes you money, for example, I don't know, say you are a social media influencer and you've bought a set of lights that cost a grand, but your take home is going to be 10 grand from it. You've earned. So that's mm. fine. Yeah. Do that. Assess how you're spending your money. But in terms of clothes, if you I'm buy a top for one time, know, if you buy a top for 200 pounds, or a pair of jeans for £200 and you wear that regularly, you've actually not spent £200 on it. You've spent, say you wear it £100, you spent £2 per wear, 100 times, £2 per wear. Is it worth it? Then yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. If you buy something shoddy and you're having to replace it all of the time because it's whack, then again, you're not getting a good return on your investment. So also think about how you're spending and don't see investment as investing in a company see anything anytime you spend your money you're making an investment what kind of return are you going to get on that investment whether it is a physical return or a mental return what's the level of it and is it worth it that's um, just something and with luxury goods about. some of the items that you do buy does increase in value mm. so make sure especially you if you look after them yeah, yeah that's what I'm about to say. yeah Sorry. especially that's okay <laughs> <laughs> especially if you look after them and they're in good condition so yeah see that's why i got the trainer cleaner Louis Vuitton is a good one for people trainers. out there. Louis Vuitton never fall. I bought that bag, what, four or five? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, five or six bag, years yeah. ago. It was, well, it was bought for me. It was 500. Mm. Oh, really? And then my sister got one, I think a year later, it was about five, nearly 600. Actually, no, now they are 920 pounds. Really? Mm. Mm. And they increase in value. Yeah. Chanel boy bags as well. That's another invest. That's a, if you're going to buy a bag, that's another investment as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else is luxury Yeah, because we kind of touched on that when we did the luxury goods episode, yeah. that yeah. some of these items do hold their value because Hermes. of the workmanship that's gone into them, blah, blah, blah. Versus if you're getting one that's just heavily branded, maybe not. I don't, I don't know how it works. And know. also, before you buy luxury goods, go on eBay as well, because most people sell them um, brand new yeah, at yeah, a reduced yeah. price yeah, just because yeah. oh, it's too big or it's too small yeah, or yeah, for yeah, whatever yeah, reason yeah. they bought them to sell and yeah. it's not actually selling. So go on eBay. Cause I've bought a couple of items on eBay. Yeah. brand new and I met like one of my eBay where she was a cu customer or whatever I met her face to face because it was easier and mm. we've done a transfer face to face gave me my goods and mm. it's good to go and it's brand new in the box so and they've got the guarantee on if you purchase fake items then you'll, yep. you can get your money oh, back did it? Yeah. Uh, that was going to be yeah. my question How? what protections do you have against getting fake items yeah. I know that used to be I think the thing back in the day I think you have to state now and you, if it's yeah, fake and if, they if you don't you can get your money, money back, back. Yeah, they have to state that it's fake oh cool 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 I think my main thing I want people to take away is just... I think people will still buy the fake stuff. Sorry to cut you. No, it's okay. yeah, yeah, not me so though. Just stay where it is. <laughs> yeah. What? 
I was tempted. No, people, no, people, um, people put fake on there. I yeah. was tempted to buy something fake just to wear it to see if anyone would notice. Just like as a social experiment, mm, but I one of my friends know. said, "Don't embarrass yourself, Jerome." Stuff like that. Because what if they do notice? It, yeah, it's not that deep. And the fakes, good fakes, are usually about 200, 300 yeah, yeah. pounds and up anyway. Because often they're made by the same people that made the real one. Yeah, that's the only reason why I was. That's th- true. That's the only reason why I considered, as I say, I was gonna buy. I think it was the Balenciaga runners. I thought, you know, I'm just gonna buy the fake ones. You know, right? And I thought. And I say one of my friends said, "Don't embarrass yourself, with John." He said, "Don't embarrass yourself." And probably more, don't embarrass him. Um, but yeah, the only reason why I was thinking about it is, okay, it's made by the same people, probably in the same factory, right? What's the difference? But then I don't know. That's another conversation. Right? Yeah. But um, yeah, I just want people to just consider your spending. Like, think about the psychology, psychology, the psychology behind your spending. <laughs> think about why you're doing. It. I sometimes I think just taking a few more moments than normal out before spending you it'll make you think and you won't spend as much yeah delay gratification for sure and also live within your means so that you can enjoy when you want to based on your so, goals yeah yeah, for sure. yeah but it's live within your own we need to stop watching people and that doesn't mean don't buy nice things mm. it means buy what is nice to you buy what you want buy what, what you, you can, can afford. afford yep 100 percent. Yeah. yeah i think that's a good way to round it off yeah yeah mm. i would say after um listening to this episode go back and listen to episode 65 66 financial life cycle mm, because mm, that ties mm. in with what what we're saying now on what this episode was on huh? what episode was that, that was 65 and 66 oh is that, okay cool yeah and also um let us know what living within your means means to, to you. you yeah let us know that on instagram twitter we'll be asking because we want to hear because it's different for everybody and that's fine because we're all different but what does live with live within your means live within your means or live <laughs> below your means mean to you yeah uh, and, I, and also kind of your view on the spend less versus spend yes. more oh, sorry spend less versus hey what's wrong with you two I, I don't know, know you know. <laughs> but yeah the earn more versus spend less conversation uh, where do you you know where do you sit yeah yeah okay thank you guys that's another one in the bag in. from us yes yeah. um, let us know your thoughts on this this is a really interesting topic to me mm. you might be able to tell um Remember that we are on most of the podcast platforms, all of the ones that you will listen to. So SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, um, Stitcher, CastBox. Follow the link on our Twitter and Instagram. It will take you to any of those. Um, Thank you for your continued support. Continue to catch up with us on social media, Making Sense PC on Twitter and Instagram. Use the hashtag Making Sense PC for interacting with us. Send us emails if you don't use those platforms. Info at makingsensepodcast.com. Any ideas you have, any questions you have, we will address those during our um, recordings. Peace out. Take care. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.